Hello, everybody. It's KGC here, the Spokane man. And look who I have, the mad, the myth, the legend. He is the pride and joy of Bruton, Alabama, William Lee Golden. How you doing? All right, I'm doing good. Man, it's great to be here with you today. It's a beautiful day here in Tennessee. And uh, so we're expecting some rain here in a little while. So that's kind of how it is here. Weather always changing. But it's good to be here with you on your podcast here today and talking with you and, the, you know, the Spokane man, man. You are the Spokane man. Yeah, buddy. So, and you are. You know, Go ahead. And I'm here uh, at home in Tennessee. You know, I, I uh, grew up in South Alabama, but I'm living, been here for a lot of years now. And uh, anyhow, uh, so admiring your beard there, you uh, looks like you've been try, trying to grow one or you've been trimming it there some too. <laughs> well, uh, not, <laughs> see, I haven't trimmed mine now. So uh, I lost my razor and haven't trimmed it in uh, 42 years, I guess. So uh, you, what you're looking at is kind of what it is. Yeah, and it looks amazing. Well. Uh, got, I got the full <laughs> thing. How's that hair okay. coming? How's the hair? So, uh. Let me see. I'm not sure I'm reading something here on here. I'm, what do I do? Got it. So, William Lee Golden, you are the famous baritone singer from the Oak Ridge Boys. And, and besides the Oak Ridge Boys, you are released, well, you released a couple months ago a 3D CD. A, God, that's a handful to say. A 3D, <laughs> a 3D CD uh release with your boys the goldens and uh, talk to us a little bit about your vision behind that well you know it was something that i actually had a vision to do a couple of years before the pandemic and i could never get all my sons together uh, at one time you know rusty was overseas chris was out doing solo projects and i was here well it was uh during the pandemic Actually, uh, I did five major projects during the pandemic. I did a, a front porch singing album with the Oak Ridge Boys. And uh, I got all my family together, my kids, my grandkids. And uh, so we started playing music and singing together around the piano here at home and singing old songs. Uh, it was a time that we were told that None of us were, or we were the unessential people and we should go home and shelter and uh, not be around people. So uh, what we did is we called family together and we started playing music and singing. And it's, uh, we turned off the television, got away from all the hate and negative vibes and all that was coming out of television, the news. Uh, violence everywhere people uh it's just was horrifying to watch and uh, so i had to turn the tv off and get away from it get out of the house actually get under the trees and uh 
allow whatever feelings and songs to come into my own mind, let my mind think for itself. And so what's happened is all these old songs kept flooding my mind. But uh, from my childhood throughout life. And uh, so that's when I called my family together and said, hey, let's play music and sing some. So we started playing and singing old songs. We didn't write any new songs. It was a pandemic. And I thought uh, the last thing I want to do is sing a song or talk about a pandemic when it's over. But uh, here I am talking about it. But what we did is uh, started playing music and singing. And then we uh, started recording what we did. With my sons, we recorded 34 songs, three CDs, uh, a gospel CD with about 12 gospel, old gospel songs. Then we recorded an old classic country CD with old classic songs. Uh, written by some of the greats that touched me in life from my childhood forward. And uh, then with third album, I got my kids and grandkids and they were all helping me sing all of these songs, the gospel songs. Chris and Rusty were playing piano. Chris played drums and mandolin. And, uh, we brought in three or four other friends of ours, friends of our family to play music with us. We started playing music and recording. And through all of that, I found uh, that we actually found a mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual healing going on in our lives when we got away from the hate on television and got to singing songs and making music together. So to us, it was a healing process happening. And uh, so that's how we got through the pandemic was uh, concentrating on the things that had, uh, that we had drawn strength from in life. And it was old songs, music and old songs where we found strength and healing. And uh, it was uh, good for us to change our mind from what was people were trying to push at us to clear it from all of the negative hate and sing songs about love and family and so and faith you know we were all shut out of church uh, church you're not allowed to get together and worship uh, so we got home and worship we worship through songs and uh we also sang songs about love and friendships and lost love and all of that, which is part of life. You know, life is a, every day is a new day and a new memory. It's, uh, and uh, life has a way of a pendulum swinging. It'll swing one way and then it swings the other way, but uh, every day has its own memories. And William, what I love about you, man, is that you're honest. And, and with your new book, Behind the Beard, you talk about some things that maybe people would not have written about in their first book. Maybe about how your song on this record right here. Oh, yeah, I just promoted this record, even though it's I don't even know how old. Uh, before Elvira, I can tell you that. Um, uh, before 
you know, you had a song on there called Trying to Love Two Women, and, and that was your lifestyle for a minute. And- it was, uh, it was what I was doing at that time. It was, a, it was, uh, exactly what was going on in my life, really. Uh, I was married and, uh, I also had a girlfriend and, uh, I was in love with two women and, uh, you know, then uh, the word got out that uh, my wife heard that I was telling another woman that I loved her too. And uh, then one day uh, I come home and they were both together and wanted to know one question. They had one question they wanted to answer. And that's who do you love? And uh, I just had to be honest with them, and I told them I love both of them. I looked at one, I said, I love you, and I love you. And, and I love you for all the reason that we shared together, and I love you for all the reasons, things that we've shared together. So, uh, you know, that's not what people, that's not what they wanted to hear. So it's... Uh, when you think things are going pretty good, then sometimes the, uh, you're sitting there right by yourself and uh, they decided that uh, they wanted someone that could make a better decision that was <laughs> that uh, wasn't trying to spread their love away from them. So I don't know, it's, it's kind of what goes down. And trying to love two women may be good for a while, but it certainly don't work in the end. That's right. And I was slow to learn. Hey, I've been through it a couple of times. And, uh, but like I say, beautiful women has been one of my, uh, they make me weak at the knees. So, uh, and, uh, William Lee Golden, he, um, if you guys don't know who William Lee Golden is, you must be living under a rock because William Lee is one of the most recognizable faces in country music and he's also one of the best baritone singers and he's part of the four-part harmony that makes the oak ridge boys and and william lee he's not just he's not just a singer he's a storyteller through and throughout his songs that he sings whether he's singing thank god for kids or or uh trying to love two women and um or you know before i die or or you know, any time is made a change in me. My personal favorite, William Lee, you know, this, you know, what I told you yesterday, hopefully. <laughs> and, but Golden, he's a storyteller. And that's what I really love about William Lee Golden. Thank you, Caden. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about life and my, I guess, whoever I am, it all comes from our our family, our upbringing, and uh, the type of people that were around, and my mother and dad were, they loved each other and loved everybody, and, uh, you know, I never heard a curse word in growing up from my mother or daddy, never heard it throughout life, a curse word from my mother or daddy. Now, I learned all the curse words in uh, playing football. Flip right into it on occasions. <laughs> but, Talk to uh, us about and, it. No, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I have no need uh, if you can't express yourself without 
But sometimes uh, curse words can kind of express yourself too, you know, and for me on occasions. But uh, I try to be able to express myself without dipping in too, too much. But if you get something flies off on you, you know, it's going to uh, a lot of people. Talk to us about playing football, William Lee, and how, how that, you know, how what that was like. Well, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, growing up on a farm. I, you know, I grew up on a big cotton and peanut farm, and we grew wheat, cotton, peanuts, and uh, soybeans, stuff like that. But, uh, and it was, uh, we got a good-sized farm. Uh, Daddy and his brothers, they were all big farmers, and, uh, so that's kind of how I grew up, but uh, playing football. Uh, it's the guys that grew up on farms that uh, load hay and handling fertilizer and things like that. Uh, Ackland cows and hogs and things. That's the guys that uh, the coaches like to have on the team. So, uh, I fit right in with that bunch. It was a fun time for me. I enjoyed playing football. And that was back before uh, I didn't have a face guard down. So you got to get in there and, by golly, uh, defend yourself and uh, knock the guy out in front of you if you can. So, uh, you know, a contact sport, and I enjoyed the uh, physical contact. You know, William Lee, he's more than, like I said, he's more of a singer. And, and William Lee, maybe after you get done singing, whenever you decide to quit singing, you could be a stand-up comedian because you're one funny man, man. Yeah, uh, can't, man. I, there's a lot of things that's funny to me, see, so that's the whole deal. It's like my grandpa Morgan, uh, my mother's dad, he was a... Uh, he had a sense of humor about things. He lived to be in his mid-90s. Fell and hit his head or he lived a lot longer. But uh, anyhow, he did have a sense of humor about things. He looked at the light side of things, usually. And uh, he said there's no need in uh, this. No need to get yourself all upset about something you have absolutely no control over. So... Uh, that's what I've had to find out on my own during life. And because uh, it's easy to get upset about things you have absolutely no control over. And so arguing and fussing is, uh, that's never fun. That's right, Golden. And so uh, it's people, you know, you got to respect other people too, you know. It's everybody's got their own journey. And it's like, uh, we meet along the way. And so you meet a lot of people, gain a lot of great friends. And unfortunately, uh, I'm fortunate to be able to get older, but uh, the unfortunate thing sometimes is the friends you lose along the way. And then the thing that lifts you up is sometimes God works in mysterious ways. And Amen. You, bring new people into your life, a new friend, you know, like here today, I'm sitting here talking to Caden. 
you know, he's a Spokane man. And, uh, so it's our first visit, other than on the phone yesterday, to be able to visit and talk. And, uh, but I know my buddies know you, and Joe's talked to you, and Jeff Panzer's talked to you. And so, uh, but everybody has high praises for you and, and how you inspire people to, Caden, and I wish you know that. And I, I want to thank you for the inspiration that you bring to others, man. Uh, and you're following your vision and your dreams here. And uh, that's what you have to do in life. Uh, and you got to be open to where, where something is leading you. You can't, it's that un, you can't put your finger on it, but something is driving you to do what you're doing. You cannot hold back from doing it and pushing forward through all the obstacles to get to reach what you know that you can see is where you're supposed to be. And and William, it means a lot coming from you, sir. And and also I'm gonna do this real fast just because I, I feel generous enough to do this and because I love you and I love the Oak Ridge boys. Tomorrow, uh I'm posting this the day of that we are filming this. Tomorrow, uh Tuesday, June 10th. Sixth, seventh, <laughs> tomorrow, June seventh, the Oak Ridge Boys, John Party, and Carrie Underwood will be live at the Grand Ole Opry tomorrow. If you guys haven't, they'll be on two shows tomorrow, and I believe the first show, from what I read from the Twitter, will be on Saturday on All Access. Am I correct on that? I think so. I saw something about that too. Yeah. So make sure you listen to the Oak Ridge Boys on the opera tomorrow night and then golden will be also back at the opry on june later on in june performing with his boys. June the 29th with my sons with uh, chris and rusty and uh and my granddaughter elizabeth i think she'll be on there with us and, uh some other family that uh, will be there if you the need a this will be our first time with you with our family to be on the Grand Ole Opry. Chris has been on there playing drums, but he's never been on there singing. And, uh, so they're excited about that. I'm excited about that. With uh, some of the songs that we recorded on this uh, family project we did during the pandemic. So, if you, by the way, this is, I'm not, saying this if you need a bass singer for that show let call me let me know you got everything to me. and uh i will i will right. gladly come sing bass for you um okay uh listen i want to talk a little bit about um i want to talk a little bit about your paintings that you that you've done but before i get to that i want to talk to you a little bit about the history of the Oak Ridge Boys and, and the history of, more importantly, the history of when you joined in 1965 and you helped recruit the other members. Yeah. Well, they were a gospel group at that time. They had started out early as a more of a, a bluegrass country type group. And then uh, they evolved into a uh, because of their, when they were singing at the uh, Atomic Energy plant in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, uh, 
when people were sequestered there, they were brought in entertainment. And it was there that the gospel songs became more popular for them. And so they changed their name to the Oak Ridge Quartet because of playing there for the uh, scientists and engineers that were sequestered there. And they would go there every week on Sunday and play music and sing. So that's how they actually a country band and that also sang gospel music in their country and bluegrass shows. That's how they started and uh, singing there and then it evolved. And so, so the name goes back to the early 40s during the uh, during that time. And what music was then? I think so, or maybe before. But uh, it was during the development of the engineers, the scientists that were sequestered there as the people that they were singing to and performing for. So William Lee, he like I said, you know, William Lee Golden, the first time I ever saw you live in concert was is you guys were here in Spokane, Washington, and you guys tell the story about how you guys sang at the President George H. W. Bush's funeral. Well, it was uh, ironic, you know, we sang, uh, we had a concert that we were scheduled to be there in Spokane, which is uh, the same town that uh, where we first sang Elvira to a live audience. And, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, we did a concert there and we'd gotten word that uh, President George Bush had passed away and they had requested before he passed, but we had promised him that we would sing at his funeral if it happened before we passed away. So uh, anyhow, they called us and we had a private plan to pick us up in Spokane after the show. We went to the airport and got a private plane, the four singers. And we flew the rest of the night to Houston, flying back against time, but uh, we gained a couple of hours. We got there in time to go to a hotel for about an hour to clean up and then go back to, to go and sing and be there the president's funeral and to sing a song we sang Amazing Grace that he had uh, requested us to sing. After the funeral, we got back on the plane and flew back to, uh, I think it was Bellingham, Washington, where we were that next night. So uh, we made, we didn't miss a concert but we uh, missed a little bit of sleep, but uh, was able to keep our promise to President George H.W. Bush and to Barbara Bush. You know, and, and Golden, I want to say uh, thank you, you know, for, for keeping your promise, you know, because keeping your promise and, and, and you can't have a friendship without commitment, right? And, and another thing you can't have without a friendship is communication. And I know that you and all of the Oak Ridge boys 
Richard Sturbin, Joe Bonzel, and Dwayne Allen. What's up, Ace? Um, I know that you guys are all big on communications. Are you guys best yeah. of friends now like you were when you guys started? Probably more so. It's, uh, you know, we've grown up together, basically, and uh, been through our whatever young men, their, uh, whatever their strutting leads them to, I guess, with their, uh, I guess it's you got four guys. It's kind of like uh, everybody trying to seek their spot or whatever. Singing in a group, you can't be a selfish person. You know, it's uh, also you got to be a fan of the you're not a fan of the guys you're on stage with, well, then it's, uh, you could be alone for <laughs> two hours. So, uh, that's the beauty of it, you know. We've grown together, we've been through the ups and downs together, we've been apart. We've been back together, and so it's, uh, we got a lot to be thankful for, and that's what the truth is. We've got a lot of hit records that we had together, but uh, that's the sound that people want to hear when they come to see songs and the sound that they heard. Close to the same way. We're all the same way. It's uh, you get kind of attached to groups. It's you want to, you know, you love and respect the whole group because you realize that you know each guy brings what the, each person brings to it, and it's it's the it's all the particles that makes the whole. It's no different than a car, you know, you got the engine, but it takes the wheels and, uh, <laughs> and the transmission and a lot of other things, and a radiator and something to keep the water cool. But, you know, it's a lot of parts to uh, anything that's successful in this, whether it's anything in group or playing band. So. Or if, football team or a baseball team, whatever, you know, it takes a team. Uh, and I've always felt like, you know, that for whatever my contribution is, that uh, if you feel like that it's, it's kind of who you are, then it's easy to do. But uh, and you feel like that your contribution of something help makes that song, then, you know, it's, you're satisfied with that. You know, it's not about uh, letting your egos get out of work, out of mind, and out of sight, and out of proportion, really. So, uh, just trying to keep all of that in focus and, uh, and balance. So, the Oak Ridge Boys, over the past, well, last summer, released an album called Front Porch Singing. Uh, please go to the Oak Ridge. Please go to oakridgeboys.com to look at that. And William Lee 
wrote a book called Behind the Beard. Go to williamleegoldenbook.com. Also, oh, I thought you were going to lift one up and say, hey, this is what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said, I'd show the book, and he lifted up his beard behind the beard. That's the kind of man William Lee Golden is. Go to williamleegoldenbook.com. Uh, go to you can go to Amazon and purchase uh, one from Amazon. You can go to williamleegolden.com. Follow the Oak Ridge Boys on Twitter. Follow William Lee Golden on Twitter. Go look at his photography. Just this morning, he was outside of his house taking pictures of flowers. What? That's that's a real mountain man right there. And um, William Lee, I like I told you yesterday, man. Thank you for what you what you do not only for the Oak Ridge boys but what you do for other people for what you try and do for your fans you know you I you're one of the most genuine people I've had on this podcast besides Jeff and Ron and yeah. just thank you for being a good man okay it's a pleasure to be on here with you today you know talking about a lot of the things that uh, that we're involved with things that aren't really on stage and off stage and what that is. And, uh, you know, we also touched on earlier about the fact of my photography and I've always loved getting out of outside, going out into the wild, really, and, uh, being out in nature and camping and having overnight camps in the woods and things, but, uh, it's a thing that I see beauty in nature. It was uh, using cameras to, to capture that beauty. I started upgrading my cameras when I was trying to learning how to paint with uh, acrylic paints on canvas, painting landscape paintings. So I would upgrade my cameras to be able to make better landscape photographs for my reference. And, you know, you shift this image that you're looking at, and then sometimes you focus in on all the parts of around that. So you can, uh, so you have enough reference that when you're painting a big painting, you can, uh, uh, you can kind of go and make it as realistic as you can exactly and i'm not a realist painter i'm just more of a uh he's trying to make shapes and things or give a dimension to a flat canvas is what you're trying to do <laughs> so i have told everybody that i was interviewing you and and they've always thought you know maybe hey you get william lee golden on the podcast you do a little elvira and William Lee Golden, he he certainly is one of the four parts on that voice. So, Golden, what do you say? You lead off, and I'll do the um pop. Okay, Elvira, 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 my heart's on fire for Elvira. Um pop, um pop, mow mow. Boom, pop, boom, pop, mow, mow. I, yo, silver. Anyway. How'd I do, William? 
How'd I do, Golden? You did good, man. You actually got a deeper voice than I was realized you had. <laughs> Golden, thank you so much for being on the podcast, my friend, and we'll talk soon, all right? Okay, thank you, Caden. Have a great day. And uh, thank you so much for watching the Spokane Man podcast, where faith, family, and unity and music all bring us together. Thank you all so much for watching. William Lee Golden, hey. everybody. Yes, sir. Thank you.